bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, on this first day of the season of Epiphany, we are mindful of the light that has come into this world of darkness, the light of salvation in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray, help us, not only today or through the Epiphany season, but through, through each day of this year and each day of our lives to focus on the light that shines in our hearts and our lives and reminds us that we are your children, redeemed, loved, and saved to serve you in our lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Star. The text from the gospel today tells us that the wise men came from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Wow. You might say, with a play on words, that the wise men were a little starstruck. You think about who we worship in our world today or who kind of excites us a little bit or maybe we point our fingers and say, hey, do you see? You see, we see the people of perhaps Hollywood. I mean, after all, if one of the famous actors or actresses in our world walked through our doors to worship with us, I'm laying odds that everybody would be turning around and looking. Especially if ladies, if it was somebody like Tom Selleck. Right? But the ladies aren't the only ones. What's that? I thought Jerry said something for a second there. Now, for the ladies, it might be like that, but, but maybe for us, it's like, you know, maybe somebody from our football teams shows up. Or, or maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's a famous politician, although I don't know how welcome they might be. Or, or maybe, again, it's, it's somebody from the music world. but somebody that has earthly fame. Starstruck. Anybody here ever run into, kind of by accident, somebody famous? How'd you behave, Sue? You were speechless. How come people are never speechless when they run into me? Or quite frankly, you. Why is it that we assign somehow fame and fortune to people who, when it comes right down to it, are no different than us? 
They are sinful human beings just like us. You see, when the wise men travel, they're following a star. And they're looking for someone who has been born king of the Jews. And the text is very clear. We have come to worship him. I remember when I was in high school and I was working in a particular fast food restaurant on the south side of the Denver metro area, and quite frankly, we used to see on a very regular basis a number, and this is when they were a fairly decent team, a number of Denver Broncos and even uh, the, the Denver Nuggets come into the restaurant. And we always had to warn the new employees, don't go rushing them and asking them for an autograph. The reason they come here is because we don't do that. We treat them like everybody else. Although it's really hard to do when you look at the size of the Super Bowl ring on Randy Gratishar's hand. You ever think about this? Do you carry around special gifts like gold or frankincense or myrrh so that when you do run into somebody famous, you can give it to them? We don't do that. In fact, the cynic in us says, they already have enough. They should be giving to us. And yet these wise men from the east travel from afar, following a star that God has placed there in the sky to guide them to the one who has been born, not only king of the Jews, King of the world, King of kings and Lord of lords. And the text tells us that they travel to Jerusalem and that they appear before King Herod and they ask him again, where is he who is born king? Now, if you happen to be the king and somebody comes along and asks you, where is he who is born king, that would disturb you slightly. But Herod is polite, and he ascertains from them the time the star appeared, and he goes to the scribes, and he asks them, what do the scriptures say? And they tell him Bethlehem, and he directs the wise men to Bethlehem and says, when you found the child, let me know, so I too can go and worship him. Certainly, the wise men leave. They travel the three miles from Jerusalem to Bethlehem and they find the child and the scripture tells us in a house Mary and Joseph have been there for a while we don't know why but they've been there 
for a period of time, enough for this child to grow up a little bit. The wise men come and they give him their gifts, gifts fit for a king, gifts of gold, of frankincense and myrrh. Gifts that remind us of who this child is. And then warned in a dream, they return home by another route. We're reminded indeed that Jesus is the light of the world, that he's been born into our world to shatter the darkness of sin and death and bring to us the hope of life. Matthew's the only gospel that records this wonderful account of the Magi, the wise men coming from the east. And yet what we see is that they are the very first ones to announce that he's a king. Matthew, who writes his gospel to Jewish people, has Gentiles declaring who this Christ child is. And so we celebrate. Because it reminds us that we who are Gentiles have a king. One who is king for our lives each and every day. And the star shines brightly. And we are star struck, not because of the fame or the wealth, but because we have a Savior who goes to a cross and who dies for us. The star shines brightly, not only on the day that he is born, but it shines for us on the day that he dies. Skies covered with darkness, and yet the light of Christ in all of his glory shines for you and for me because we know that he pays the price on the cross for our sins. He is the light of the world. Today is the first day in the season of Epiphany, a season in which we celebrate this gift of light, but a season that we also celebrate the Word made flesh to dwell among us full of truth and grace. The tree still shines. The star reminds us that we have a king. And he's worth traveling to see. He's worth worshiping. He's the one before whom we lay our gifts and our very lives. Epiphany, the light of the world the light of our hearts, the light of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.